Christman. I'll be your host. We're looking at creative habits. Is it the aha moment or is it the habit? Very proud to be able to introduce this week on the Creative Habits Podcast, someone I've been listening to for a while, Dr. Dream, holistic healing practitioner and a whole lot more. Enjoy the show. So this is Dr. Dream. And um, I'm very pleased to be here. Just a little bit about my background. Uh, in addition to being an international speaker and a uh, radio host, I am a holistic healing practitioner. And uh, my emphasis over the years has really been um, uh, like a outward manifestation of my own um, inner journey. And so it's all been about uh, individual and group dynamics, um, how to work with energy and how to hold a, um, a high frequency, a high resonant frequency to navigate what I refer to as these chaotic times. These chaotic times, indeed they are. And so what, what have you been working on recently to, towards, uh, towards that? Well, I it's 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 always fascinating how how things happen. Uh, my sacred union partner Laura Eisenhower and I have a holistic healing practice in Ventura, California, and then we travel uh, quite extensively to uh, conferences and events, uh, speaking. So we've been doing a lot of that. But now here we are at the end of 2013, bit of a lull time, and so. Um, this is really a, a great opportunity for us to talk, not just because I have additional time, but also because in the cycle of how things work for me, I'm in a very creative um, cycle at the moment because I'm not doing um, as much travel and outreach in, in this moment. So I've been really just like embracing and relishing that, um, that energetic recently. And that creative cycle, can you delve into that a little bit? How, how do you, uh, how does that spark for you, that, that um, creative juice that you get? Well, what's, what's fun for me is um, not just being the experiencer of my life, but to be the observer. And so as I look at myself, I, 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 I think early on in my life I would have said, oh, I'm not a very creative person. Um, because artistically at that point, I wasn't expressing myself so creatively. But then I look at other aspects of my life and I realize at that point that I didn't think I was expressing myself artistically in a creative sense. I was very much uh, working with energies and my businesses and my words crafting um, in a creative sense. So uh, my background, in addition to everything that I've said about myself, is hardcore sales and marketing. And in 1994, I started a web development marketing advertising company. And so um, in these last couple of weeks, as we've just had some time to breathe and we're not you know, back home on a Monday and leaving for another event on a Thursday – um, I've done three websites in the last two weeks and um, just working on some, some other projects. And, and what I love is that I, I'm, I'm not in a rush. And so it can, it can just happen organically. We did um, just finished a website, a, a new one, um, called therosefrequency.com. 
And um, this has to do with um, an energetic I work with quite a bit, which is um, the um, the uh, energetic of 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 uh, rose essential oil. Um, and so uh, I was working on that side, and it's I, I wondered why I hadn't done this site. Uh, prior to this, and what I realized was I just needed a big block of time and to really sit here with the rose oil and every time I went to work on the site, I got very immersed literally and figuratively in the rose essential oil and it's a very high frequency oil. Of the tested oils, it's the highest frequency. And um, it's, it, but, but it takes you into a very open emotional space. And so for me, jumping into the creativity of working on the rosefrequency.com website, um, I really needed that block so I could go into that little more of a vulnerable space when I've got a lot going on and we're running from here and there and, you know, lots of travel and everything. Um, I, I want to be a little more grounded than in that high frequency of like the rose frequency. And so um, it's been fun for me to just kind of watch how those, how those cycles work. I do all of our graphics, all of our ads. I do our newsletter. Um, and, and then just the, the creativity of like right now, it's like I was saying, the end of 2013. So we're planning our schedule for 2014 and slipping into the creativity of, 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 of doing that, you know, just bringing that creative spirit um, to whatever it is I'm doing. And that's, um, that's something that I, I think it was just part of my conditioning before I found photography and, and some other things that really spoke to my own creative process. I would have said that I wasn't a very creative person. And now I look at myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm wildly creative. Um, but then just kind of recognizing like when those cycles are and, and, and how that creative energy presents itself. And I'm a lot more open and recognizing of how it shows up differently at different times. So speak to that a little bit more because you, you mentioned creative cycle, but the, but the rose oil and, and that fragrance then uh, gets you in the, in, in, in the moment uh, a little bit more. Is there, is there music as well? And do you, is it, is it the cycle? And so you pay attention and, and you, you jump on that, that feeling or, or is it more like, uh, okay, oh, I'm going to carve out this time and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smell the essential rose oil and, and I'll get into that mode? Well, what's been nice recently, I mean, I've, I've got so many different aspects of what my life is about. Um, here at home, uh, we have Laura's twin 15-year-old boys, um, so I'm taking them to school and picking them up and being very involved in their life. And, and so just the energies are kind of all over the place. And so what I found recently was after I got back from taking them to school – um, because I didn't have a lot of interviews going, we didn't have a lot of events going. Um, it was the time to say, okay, what 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 could use some a, a breath of fresh air from us? So you know, I updated the um, our our website touroflove.com, created um, the website awakeinthedreamradio.com and the rosefrequency.com, and I've got about three or four more sites to continue to work on. Um, but as an example, like when I'm doing the tour of love site or a site that's um, a little 
different than like the rose frequency, I wouldn't particularly be working with um, the rose essential oil. And so maybe for some of the other ones, I mean, I, I do a lot with peppermint oil. That's like one of my mainstay oils um, is peppermint. I normally wear it around my neck. Um, and so I don't listen to music when I... Um, when I'm creating, I don't listen to music a lot. Um, I got to a point in my life that I realized that the lyrics, um, I was taking on subconsciously whatever the lyrics were. And I was like, wow, do I really want to own, you know, all these lyrics that I'm just sort of mindlessly singing because I've listened to these songs so much? And it was kind of like, whoa, actually, no. <laughs> and so then I went through a phase of listening to all, um, uh, you know, uh, music with no vocals. And now I just don't listen to that much music. Although Mark Romero, and you can find him at markromeromusic.com, has music that a NASA researcher identified um, literally um, harmonizes and balances the energies of the environment that it's played in. Wow. And so I've been playing a lot of Mark's music in the background. We're doing some events with Mark in um, in 2014. He's able to train people, to teach people how to energize their cell phones, their smart meters, their computers, their Wi-Fi, their modems to not just um, – uh, lessen the effects of the electromagnetic frequencies, but to create an energetic that actually feeds us what what we need. And this is really wild. And what I love about it is it's not Mark Romero saying, "Hey, actually, he'll do this." You send him a picture of your smart meter, and he'll he'll energize it. But but the next step of that is, hey, I can teach people how to do this. I mean, I'm all about. Um, all of us finding uh, that in, that energetic of empowerment, yeah. and so um, and so you know for me, I mean, there's certain things I have to be creative for somewhat every single week. Um, we do three radio shows, so I and the uh, two of them are pre-recorded, so I'm editing those shows. Um, so that's something new. I just trained myself in this year is sound editing, and I love it. Um, and so I do that every week. So it's not like with the websites, I have the luxury a lot of times of just waiting until I find myself in that flow and in that mood, in that energetic where I'm like, wow, I'm inspired. Let's do the rose frequency. Um, each week I, 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 you know, it's on my list of my responsibilities to edit the radio shows, to do the newsletter, to create graphics for whatever events we're doing. And so, um, I, I just kind of embrace it, and, and, and it's really just sort of finding the time. I don't force myself anymore in my life. I'm 48 years old. I don't force myself anymore in my life to do things when I don't feel like doing it. And <laughs> instead of saying, oh, you must feel like procrastinating right now, or oh, this must be a lazy moment, or oh, you're just so unmotivated, I'm like, wow, there must be some reason that I'm not feeling drawn to doing this right now. And so because of that, I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to sort of set it over here on the back burner and see when it needs to, you know, get my emphasis again. And, and it's wild. Even with, um, even with people who have called me and, and I'm like, why haven't I called this person back? Why haven't I called this person back? And in the past, I would beat myself up over it a little bit and say like, wow, you know, you just, you're not organized. Da, 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 da. And now it's like there's a reason I'm not calling them. 
I don't know the exact reason, but I'm just going to allow that to happen. And then at some point, after maybe another phone call with someone else where another piece falls into place, it's like, oh, now I can call that person. Nice. And so it's the same it's the same way in my creative process and it's it's nice cuz I don't have to force things you know so much um but uh to be able to to just kind of find that flow and find those times that um that that it feels right to do it so you you work towards uh synchronicity you you kind of put yourself out there and when that uh moment comes forth then you you uh you know, capture that. And what what about when you're you're out, you're you're you know doing your your tour, and you know you you have all these ideas. Um, what what do you do then? How do you keep a flow of those ideas while you're out and about and you're busy doing other things? Like, well, um, Laura and I do just about everything together, and so it's a really nice. Um, well, just that entire dynamic is beautiful, but it also lends itself to us being able to brainstorm back and forth. Mm-hmm. So um, when we're traveling, when we're on the road, when we're driving to events, I mean, it's just a, a really awesome time for us to kind of take things and, and talk about it. And, and, and the metaphor for that to me is seeing sort of a solid object whatever it is we're talking about in front of me and taking it and turning it and seeing all the different sides and angles and perspectives. Um, and then, you know, my Android phone, um, I, I like to leverage technology without being um, too uh, controlled by it. So, you know, I've got lists on my Android phone of things that, that come up or I'll send myself emails or, you know, bookmark different things and, and just kind of, uh, you know, find that, like you were saying, the synchronicities pulling me in. But here's the thing that I love about synchronicities. Um, I believe at the consciousness that most of our, most of us of the awake and aware collective are at right now, we uh, recognize the synchronicities um, and, and we allow them to guide us and, and to, to assist us in making sense of our experience. I believe as we become more open, more conscious, more aware, um, particularly that initial wave of us, we'll understand that absolutely everything becomes a synchronicity because we create from the inside out. So whatever we're experiencing outside of us is most certainly connected to an energetic we put in place inside of us. So now turning this to the creative process, it becomes then the focus of our attention and our focused intention. And so it's not just waiting for the time to be right. There's another process that's going on within me, and that is thinking about it. That is creating a conscious dream about it, okay? And so let's take a concrete example of this, the rosefrequency.com website. I begin thinking about it. Gee, there really needs to be a website right now for this, Um what would be in it? What would be included? How would I do this wording? And then I love designing websites because it, it's, it's, it's all in stages. So I can build a shell. I can build the home page and then the child pages of the site with nothing inside the shell. Then I can start adding the links. 
then I can put it away for a little while, go back to it later on, and start thinking about the content, thinking about what would be intuitive, how to guide people. What if if this was new to me? What would well, I got I'd want to know right away what is the rose frequency, and then um, you know what's this stuff about galactivations, and and how do we get through the site easily, and 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 in a way that doesn't have me thinking too much. If I if I rely on people to think too much, I'm going to lose them, you know. And and so just kind of putting myself in a process of what needs to come through me, and then the people that I would like to have on this site, what what is their process going to be? How are they thinking? Um, you know, and, and what's going to guide them and have the greatest impact for them. So you're using those clues that the universe gives you to uh, delve further into the, the different parts of, of what you're creating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's this, it's the, you know, I mean, we're multidimensional beings. And so these processes, you know, can't even be described just on like, well, on the surface level, here's what I'm thinking. No, it's like, all right, you know, I'm going through a feeling process, a think, a, a thinking process. There's the, the, the physical pro, you know, and it's all happening at once. That's why like in my, you know, wisdom that comes from years of living and probably being very hard on myself and now I realize, you know, with all this stuff going on, I, the the biggest thing to do is cut ourselves a lot of slack <laughs> um, and just allow the process because why do we need to th- make things more difficult on ourselves? Exactly, right. So what about and, – and, and delving into that part, the, the, the bit of uh, the journeys that you've taken to get to where you're at now, I, I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to – uh, a hero's journey that you've taken that has brought um, that you've brought back from that 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 place that unknown place uh, the magic that you brought back to help you with your life your normal life. Okay, so um, I gave up a normal life many years ago. <laughs> no, or actually, my life that doesn't seem normal to anyone probably does seem normal to me. But really, I do find um, a great sense of awe and wonderment just just living my life. I've been very much the adventurer. Um, and uh, just recently, I've started um, including in my presentations um, – a section about my mentors and um, in that uh, grouping of mentors outside of my father, my grandfather and some authors and this and that um, are the plant teachers, are the plant medicines. And so um, I, I've had the the kind of literal and figurative um, hero's journey, you know, going down to Peru and, and for two weeks working with a shaman with the, the, um, the ayahuasca um, uh, sacred medicine and, and very much going into that inner journey of who am I and, and what am I really about and how did I get this way and what am I choosing right now? And so that's like, you know, I've, I've done that in all different kinds of scenarios, but very much in a ceremonial ritual, um, kind of based energetic, um, a lot in my life. 
Um, and I used to uh, be a, a huge fan of Terrence McKenna and had met him and everything. And one of Terrence's things about the plant teachers was about taking a heroic dose, you know, taking a really big dose and of whatever it is, and and going deep with it. Well, nowadays, <laughs> um, my comment is: I still believe in heroic doses, but it's heroic dose of reality and life, and. Um, and and that's that's the journey. And so right now, you know, what am I working on? I'm working on still clearing out um, the uh, patriarchal programming. I'm working on um, really getting in touch with what it means to be an embodied male energy right now at this time for the collective. Um, I'm I'm actively always working on what what Laura and I refer to as the inner divines, and that's the um, the inner divine masculine and inner divine feminine which is within all of us so all of this I mean I can tell you about you know incredible outer adventure stories and and finding my way into the the pyramid of the sun at Teotihuacan doing ceremony or or an incredible experience at Angkor Wat in Cambodia um, or Machu Picchu but um, those those were all just incredible outward manifestations of of my my inner journey and so every single day I I wake up and I I'm one of those people I wake up with a smile I wake up incredibly excited um, to be here um, and I jump right out of bed and 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 I take my dog uh, Jake for uh, what we call a gratitude walk and I normally take pictures of roses every day and um, then I write what that rose photo speaks to me. I call it the rose metaphor and it takes me into the rose frequency and I share that on Instagram and Facebook and and that's how I start my day is embracing this sense of being all about gratitude and and then everything just sort of blossoms figuratively and literally um, from there. So what about the the, the journey with the the, the, the... Uh, plants and you, you know because the Anis uh, talked about that with my last guest uh, had talked about that in terms of the bees and there being a um, an ally for in understanding what the universe was saying so to speak can can you speak to um, to that a little bit more you inferred a, a little bit of that I well I mean in in <clears throat> everything's here for a reason. Um, everything is of source. There's there's no real mistakes or accidents in in this process. It's something I learned early on that there's divine perfection in all things. So there's a reason that there's um, you know a sacred mystical mushroom that grows on this planet. I'm not suggesting that that mushroom is for everybody. But I am suggesting that if people are drawn to having experiences that assist them in connecting with the truer, deeper nature of our uh, reality that, um, that I think it's very important. Um, I love the, the um, increased um, awareness of, of ayahuasca and the ceremony around um, uh, ayahuasca, the, uh, the sacred vine. Um, I, I love watching how, how this is working. At the same time, you know, 
all all the streams lead to you know the river that leads to the ocean that leads to the oneness of you know of all that is and so people that 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 wouldn't touch a plant medicine i don't have any issue with that either you know my path just didn't really include yoga and meditation and and everything like that it took the plant teachers to like further wake me up and connect me to um like i say the the truer nature of our reality and so um no mistakes in 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 how nature presents itself definitely now would you consider the rose then to be a lighter uh adventure in in that respect um interesting um because light having different um connotations um like a lighter experience as opposed to a heavy experience or lightness and darkness and yes so i do consider rose to be a lighter experience of the light um but i think we can use the tools and and go as as deep with them as we choose i will tell you that in um palm springs california on um 11 11 2013 this year was the star knowledge conference a conference that we speak at each year and i'd been working with rose oil for days i'd been packaging it and spraying it on people and then i did our first um new galactivation experience called the rose frequency and it was our 185th experience in 105 cities around the world in the last 47 months and um so obviously this is a piece of why i'm here and um I went to do uh, one of my my uh, the you know uh, presentation speaking engagements during that time frame, and um, I broke down in tears. I couldn't speak. I the very first part of my presentation has a picture of of Laura, the boys, and my daughter Maya, and our and our dog and me. And I I speak of that picture all the time. I looked at it. I went to speak of it, and just tears started flowing. I literally did not think I would be able to do my presentation. And you know what I did? I didn't fight it. I expressed to people what was going on, what I was feeling, um, and and then it just kind of took me right through it. I would not consider that to be a lighter experience with the rose oil. I mean, that to <laughs> me was a very heavy experience, and I had a room full of people looking at me um, who had paid money to hear me present, and and I stood there and cried. I will also tell you that men came up to me from the audience afterwards and said, thank you. It gives me permission to show my emotion also. Huh. And and so there's, you know, um, <clears throat> I love what I get to do because it's not about teaching people anything. I really don't believe I'm teaching anyone anything. When I speak to hundreds of people, when I do, you know, whatever I'm doing, I don't believe I'm teaching anything. I believe I'm simply reminding people of what they already know because we already know all of this. And so it's a very powerful way of being and and instead of people running around thinking that they need to teach people who are doing it wrong how about we all just run around being the highest expression of who we came here to be and that is an example that touches other people and ripples through the collective that it's not about setting out to like teach people because they're doing it wrong it's like no here's what i do i do this because i'm passionate i do this because i'm connected to the universal love of all that is i'm i do this because i understand why i'm here and 
let that be something that allows a remembrance or an awakening in another person. So with the rose, when you had that moment, do you think that was um, a fluid moment from your own uh, embodiment or was that from the audience and you were actually channeling what the audience needed to see? Um, well, we do co-create and I, I tell, I share with people that when they walk into my Galactivation experience or, or one of my workshops, they walk into a, a grid, an energetic grid that we all create. So I've done 185 Galactivation experiences in the last 47 months. They've all been different because all different energies have shown up. It creates a different energetic and so I don't channel, but I allow uh, myself to connect to source and have come through me whatever needs to come through me. And that changes based on the energies that are there. On the other side of that, um, I, I believe in being as transparent as I can be. And um, I allow my emotion. It's not, it's not the first time I've cried doing a a presentation. If the emotion is there, I allow it um, because that it's showing up. That's obviously what needs to happen um, in that moment. And again, um, yeah, it was what needed to happen. I needed it, um, and and the people in the audience, particularly the two men that came up to me afterwards and said, "Thank you. I really appreciate the permission to show." you know, to show that, you know, and that's, that's, that's powerful right there. You can't, you can't talk to someone about that and say, you know what, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel emotion and have them really understand it. But when you, when they experience it and then it has the impact on them, I mean, I tell people in my presentations, don't take anything that I say for truth. I am not at all interested in any of you believing what I'm saying right now. I'm interested in you being interested enough to see if it's reality in your life because the only thing that we make truth is what we experience. We can read something and think that it's true, but when we really know that it's truth, it's because we've experienced it on some level. And so that's what I'm interested in. You know, when I talk about pushing the envelope of what it means to be a human, I want people to go out there and see what they can do with their minds, what they can do with their energy field, what they can do if they have a friend 5,000 miles away just focusing a, a, a specific energetic toward them. I mean, we've done these kinds of experiences and things like that, and people get back to us not knowing that we did it, saying, wow. You, did you do something on us today? You know, that kind of thing. And it's like um, everything's possible, but you'll never know what's possible for you unless you try it and give yourself the experience of it. You know, I love that on a conscious mind level, after reading Stuart Wilde's book, Stuart Wilde, um, W-I-L-D-E, he transitioned in the last year. He wrote a book years ago called Miracles, and he talks about how he knows there are humans that can um, transport themselves from one, and from one place to another without being on a plane or doing anything else with their energy and their minds. Well, I know that to be true in a no, like in a like I I I I believe that, but I don't have the true sense of knowing because I haven't done it, you know. But there's lots of things I 
I have done that have given me that, you know. But when I read it the first time, when I read that little, it's a great little book called Miracles. Um, when I first read it, I had that resonance of this is truth. Yes, I, I believe that this is happening. But um, I'll get back to you when when I actually do it. We'll have a little different conversation about it. Yeah, <laughs> and we won't be on Skype, Wyatt. I'll be right there in front of you because yeah. I will have just manifested. <laughs> Boom, just like that. Do you refresh yourself through a particular journey through uh, different parts of the year? Uh, uh, you you know, kind of um, uh, create a space for yourself to go on a bit of mini hero's journeys to to kind of refresh yourself to um, to everything, or or do well, you yeah. I mean, we 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 like to to recharge. We'll we'll we're we're getting back into camping right now. So like mm. for New Year's this year, we're we're taking the kids and we're just going to go camping, and that's a that's a really nice time for me to recharge. Um, and I think just I, I recharge when I sleep at night, and when I wake up in the morning, I'm recharged. And 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 when I when I look at all the blessings around me. It gives me that fuel for the fire to continue, like that continual hero's journey of, you know, I think it takes a lot of courage for each of us to choose to be awake and conscious in this life right now. And so, um, you know, I, and, and I see it every day with people. I see it in how they're addressing what triggers them the most, in how they're addressing their greatest challenges. Um, so, you know, I think for most people um, in, in this day and age, as we're getting ready to enter 2014, the hero's journey starts every morning when they get out of bed, you know, and, and it takes a lot right now for us to be weaving our way through this embodied human experience. There's lots of distractions, lots of pitfalls, um, lots that's, that, is, uh, that is looking to support us, and there's a lot that's looking to take us away from, from our path of um, further awakening, awareness, and, and expansion. And so um, every, um, every so often, I'm due for another one. Right now, I like to fast. I do the, the um, Master Cleanse, Stanley Burroughs um, Lemonade Diet. Uh, with the cayenne pepper and maple syrup and everything. Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll do some things like that. And then, um, you know, every once in a while we'll still um, take an opportunity to um, to journey with the plant teachers or something. And it's it's amazing what can be achieved in one night without leaving anywhere and the insights and um, or leaving everywhere um, yeah. but but the insights um, and everything else and again it's I don't recommend this to to everyone or anyone really you know we all have what works for us and um, I honor what anyone tells me works for them it may not be for me um, but I choose not to judge. Um, but my discernment has guided me into these areas that, that feed my soul and my spirit to continue to do what I'm doing here. Nice. I, I, I want to be respectful of your time, but just one last question, uh, because it, it, um, it's the refreshing part. You mentioned sleep and, and on a personal level, but also I think, uh, as a society sleep, it may not be as refreshing as most would like it to be. And I was wondering if there was a practice that you, um, uh, entail or, or do, uh, that other people might do that would help that sleep pattern 
uh, be deeper, um, you know. Well, it's um, sleep is an interesting one. Um, I pretty much um, can can be refreshed and revitalized on about six hours of sleep a night. Um, but it's another thing that I don't judge. Um, now I, I don't know if it's an age thing or what. I, I tend to get up more in the night than I than I ever used to. Um, and so some nights I might literally get up out of bed four times. You know, go to the kitchen, drink a little water. You know, um, and you but, don't consider that bad. See, that's a, maybe maybe it's just the, the the mental thing. Maybe maybe that's okay. And and they they have those studies that look back at in the Middle Ages and how that was pretty much normal. Maybe, maybe it's not. Uh, you know, maybe you just take advantage of that, right? Well, and also I'm not. I mean, if it's happening, I could like be upset about it, but why? You know, I mean, it, right. that's not going to change it. I mean, I, I've gone through that in my life. Let me see how upset I have to get for the thing to change. And it's like, wow, as upset as I ever got, nothing ever changed. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, all right, so that's not the answer. So um, it's more about just embracing, you know, what is. Uh, Laura, the other day, um, didn't sleep at all the other night. And um, and and she said she just it it just was what it was you know she she wasn't interested in being upset about it or or thinking oh my god how am i going to get through the day and sessions and this and that and so you know we do control so much we we decide how things are going to be um and so you know what is what is the measure of of who we are um you know not not by what is thrown at us but but by how we act to it. You notice I didn't say react. Right. You know, by how we act to what is presented to us. That's the measure of who we truly are. Um, and so that's a big one. You know, I mean, I used to, to get, you know, if things didn't quite go my way, I, I'd get tweaked fairly easily. Um, I still have my moments for sure, but um, they're, they're less and less, you know, because I'm just not interested in going there. And again, if it worked to get all emotional and, and freaked out about something um, and it, it changed it and made it better for me, I'd be doing it all the time. It doesn't. And so <laughs> um, I, I've learned, uh, you know, what, um, what works. It, it's funny. I, I mentioned my age earlier and I, I sat with someone the other day. We're doing an event in Ojai, California for um, – for um around valentine's day and the person said to me and he's uh he's probably in his late 20s and he said to me he said uh yeah we you know we thought about you because we wanted some of the elder and energy and he said not not that we think you're that old and i said no i i appreciate that because you know yeah in my 48 years there's a whole lot that i've learned and that you know have that 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 has affected me that has given me insights that um i don't know i meet some 20 year olds now that i'm like wow where did you get all that you know and and i realized that a lot of what we've learned the new um embodied humans that are coming in it's already in the morphogenic field so they're already getting it you know it's like so wow it took me 20 years to get that and someone that was born you know five years ago already got it because enough of this had connected with it in the morphogenic field so on the shoulders this, of giants yeah this is all fascinating stuff Wyatt. i love yes. what you're doing i really um i am i embrace your your outreach like this i think that um 
I do, I do a lot of interviews. Plus, we have three radio shows a week. So not only do I get interviewed, but I interview. This is one of the most fun um, that I've had because it was just very focused and and um, got to explain uh, you know a process and something. I mean, you're you're on to something here because you know it's just for people to hear how other people are doing it and just kind of gleaning the just the nuggets of wisdom or like, wow, nah, that's just kind of for them. But that thing that Dr. Dream said, you know, that one little tweak in perspective, that could help me or something like that. So, um, you know, thank you for uh, for for stepping up in in your life and and reaching out and um, sharing your gifts with all of us. Yes, well, thank you, Doctor Dream. I, I, it was, it was quite the gift to to have this moment with you, and I very much appreciate uh, uh, the expression that you've uh, given us. And it, it, it is the, those creative habits. It's fun to kind of piggyback on each other and see what uh, can come of it. It's all a bit of play, and if we can play together, uh, you know, what better things are there to do than that, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I, I, I understand it's chaos. Like top there, and and I think it's going to get a little more chaotic before um, before things open up wider for all of us. And um, you know, I find myself saying all the time, I didn't choose to be here right now to be crushed by all this. So if it feels crushing, there must be another way to look at it. You know, if if you're looking at one side of the coin and it's getting you in a place of constricting. Flip the coin over. There's always another way to look at something that that will have you feeling expansion. That concludes our podcast here with Creative Habits. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Stay tuned next week when we continue our adventures into Creative Habits.